You might be right. It's simple, but something you almost never hear in politics today, with each side more concerned about scoring political points than solving problems. I'm Bill Haslam, a Republican. And I'm Phil Bredesen, a Democrat. We're former Tennessee governors, and we invite you to listen to our podcast, You Might Be Right. Join us and guests like Al Gore, Paul Ryan, Judy Woodruff, as we take on important issues facing our country. Listen and subscribe to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee. In a fast-paced world, every day brings new challenges and new opportunities. At Strayer University, we know a thing or two about getting and staying ahead of change. For over 130 years, we've been providing students like you with innovative tools and customized support. So you can find your way forward and always keep striving. Visit Strayer.edu to learn more. Strayer University is certified to operate in Virginia by CHEV and has many campuses, including at 2121 15th Street North in Arlington, Virginia. Let the word go forth. Fool me once. Are you fired up? I'm not a crook. Are you ready to go? Shame on, shame on you. It's Abe Lincoln's Top Hat, hosted by Ben Kissel. Boom, we can't get fooled again. Hey, what's up, everyone? How you doing? Ben Kissel here, hanging out with Fernando. Hola, Ben. Hey, Fernando. Also hanging out with Travis Irvine. How are you, Travis? Bonjour, Ben. No problems whatsoever here. (laughs) We have a big show, a lot to talk about. Towards the end, we'll talk about the filibuster. We're going to get in the weeds, and God knows I hope you have some weed in order to handle the conversation (laughs) that is as exciting as the filibuster rules in the United States Senate. Something to pay attention to. It is important. It is boring, but it is important, so we'll talk about that. But starting off today, sadly, is America coming back to normal? And I say this with a massive Wait on my heart. We have eight people killed. It was a an attack in Atlanta. This fellow, Robert Aaron Long, he killed eight people who work at spas. Uh, initially, the reports were that this was a racial crime or a race-based crime because many of the people that he killed, six of them exactly, were Asian women. Turns out it may not be so much about race, but rather about sex. So we want to start this conversation today. Three guys talking about sex. In this puritanical country that we live in, when we look at how attacks like this happened in Georgia and why they attacked, what were or why they happened, why the attack occurred, what we're beginning to learn is this man, Robert Aaron Long, he looks like he was there on January 6th, storming the Capitol and maybe even eating at a nice diner afterwards. The man so unbelievably swept up by the the culture of sex in this country the conservative we we live in this dual world of pornhub which shows you everything under the sun and then you have these massive evangelical or conservative movements that can come from both the left and the right regarding sex the shame shame on you for even thinking about it aspect of american life is a tradition that goes back as long as this country's history this country has been puritanical when it comes to sex ever since its infancy God knows I experienced that firsthand when I went to Germany when I was eight years old and I saw all of the people with their boobs and I saw the balls <laughs> and I said, I don't think I can get out of the water for a while because of the boobs. They made me aroused. It wasn't all the balls. I don't think I crossed that many streams. Nonetheless, we live in a country of complete puritanical thought when it comes to sex 
Or the flip side is it's got to be nasty. It's got to be dirty and it's got to be crazy. But in reality, we can have a fine, happy middle ground. How does this relate to politics? Well, in Utah, there's actually been legislation put forth that was for all intents and purposes, block porn on phones and tablets. This would be under a new U.S. law. And this is, of course, pushed forward by conservative lawmakers, the same conservative lawmakers, of course, uh, that supported Donald Trump for the past four years and argued that uh, everything he did, all the saucy things that he did in his bedroom <laughs> were totally fine because he's rich. I mean, most of the saucy things he did in his bedroom was uh, the special sauce off the Big Mac sliding mm. down into the sheets. Melania, I'm sure, was none too happy or she was not even in the room. Um, but this is a really I mean, a it's a tragic story. We don't want to, uh, sh- you know, take away from. Oh, it's horrible. The victims. But as usual, like you said, in America, it does feel like we're getting back to normal. Everything about this tragedy has already been so politicized. Um, and like you said, you know, this this starts with sex work. That's where um, this shooting takes place. And of course, in this case, these were people who worked in massage parlors. It's not a brothel. Trust me. Uh, That's (laughs) not the way they work. Maybe there's a little tug involved, but we don't even know if that was the case here. This man obviously uh, projected a lot of his views onto these people, and it led to deadly, deadly consequences. Right. And even just the last year, um, that's, I think, what people see this as, is a culmination of anti-Asian racism that we've seen the last year in America. It all started when things shut down. And, uh, you know, uh, a lot of people were out there, including the president of the United States, calling it the Chinese flu, things like that. So um, obviously, like you said, this probably doesn't tap into so much the the racist nature of the shooting. It seems to be more sex-based. Um, but, but that it all comes together, though, doesn't it, Fernando? Right. Because where do a lot of people who maybe they're first generation, maybe they're immigrants, um, where do they work? In many places, it can be massage parlors and things like that. So there is a crossover when it comes to people new to America and the positions in life that they hold and those positions being something that this person saw as bad. There's always been with sex in America and conservatism, there's always been a, I masturbate with my left hand and shame you with my right. Right. (laughs) You know what I mean? And then there's also, I mean, obviously this, I feel Travis, that this is definitely Asian. This is involved because these people are Asian. So yes, they're, it's related. It's the same thing. The hate is there for both those reasons. And that's, I feel like that's why this man probably did those things. According to Cherokee County Sheriff's spokesman, Captain Jay Baker, uh, he says he apparently has an issue, what he considers a sex addiction and sees these locations as something that allows him to go to these places. And it's a temptation for him that he wanted to eliminate. I wonder, this seems to me similar in a sense of what happened at the Pulse nightclub. Oh, yeah. Because my understanding of that man, I believe it was Mateen was his name. My understanding was he had maybe attended the Pulse nightclub or he had some inclinations towards the gay lifestyle that he couldn't handle. And because of that, he had to go take what he calls air quotes revenge on all of these innocent people. And I feel like we're looking at something similar here where the man was just so appalled with his own human nature that he had to take that extension of self-hate, put it into the world and destroy these people's lives. Evidently, and this is the only reason I'd say, I don't know if race was, I, I don't know if race was paramount. I think sex may be paramount only because he also evidently was looking to attack the Florida porn industry. 
So he was going to go to Florida after this and go to Miami and just start. I guess he thought they all hang out in the same hotel, which maybe they do on certain weekends. But he wanted to destroy the porn industry in Florida. So the man was just so out of his mind. And I just wonder, as a society, you know, obviously, again, this is 100% his fault. He did this. But as a society, the way that we treat sex, it's almost like we're in a macro version of a serial killer's childhood where you get shamed. Oh, shame for your boner. That's your shame stick. (laughs) And then next thing you know, that leads to outbursts and violence because the person simply can't handle it. And obviously, we're Monday morning quarterbacking here and sort of blowing the conversation out into the larger conversation about how we treat sex in this country. I don't think we have a healthy conversation on either side of as far as sex in this country. And that probably goes as far as our schooling all the way to what happens when the mom and dad try to give the talk to their child. I remember my father just cornered me in the kitchen and thankfully all he said was wear a condom. And I said, good talk, dad. Thank you. A <laughs> uh, little did he know no one wanted to have sex with me. Oh, <laughs> so it was totally fine. I had a lot of condoms and I would blow them up and I'd put them on people's doorknobs and I'd fill them with <laughs> shaving cream and throw them at my friends. I didn't know they were used for sex until I was 20. That's good that he at least gave you all those condoms. Uh, too. Very, yeah, very nice. I think you touched on something here, Ben, you know, again, with the shaming. I think it's also about maybe it makes more money that way. You know, keeping it shameful, keeping the sex, you know, Mm. we don't know. For example, we don't know this guy. This is implying that you go to a massage parlor to get sex. This is implying prostitution. No one said these women are sex workers. No one ever said. No, this is again, this is all very implied. You uh, in the American, the American belief is that when you go to a a massage parlor, you're going to get a, you know, a happy ending. Most of the time you don't. You oh, don't. You just you don't. get a massage. That, that you pay for a massage. You know, if you if they do that other thing, that's actually legal. That's you know. So. And I would also argue for both both male and female, there's nothing wrong with that. If you want, this is the only time I ever defended Robert Kraft after we found out that all of the people that he <laughs> the the salon that he went to in Florida after we found out everyone was there by their own consent, leave him alone and leave all of them alone. If an old man who just lost his wife needs to jerk off, get jerked off. Let him get jerked off legally and safely. Otherwise, I think we're going to have another war. (laughs) Oh, Robert Kraft starting another war would be something. But, you know, this goes back to we've seen this legislation. Obviously, we're going to talk more about the legislation we're seeing passing through Utah. And before you think, oh, my God, that's crazy. Those crazy, irrational Mormon conservative Republicans. And rightfully so in thinking that. Look no further than Sesta Fosta. Sesta-Fasta, a law pushed forth by the left, specifically Kamala Harris. She was all over it. Um, Cammy loved it. Elizabeth Warren was talking about it, discussing Backpage, get rid of, get, getting rid of Backpage, right. not understanding that that's where sex workers can communicate and talk to one another and, and warn somebody if there's some a predator in their midst. Because as we know, and anyone that's listened to last podcast on the left, sex workers are often targets for serial killers and serial rapists. So you want things to be on the up and up so then people can be safe. And as far as I'm concerned, all of this, all this does is pushing and making it underneath and pushing it underground and making it sketchy and dark and dangerous, which, of course, then leads to a world where a pimp is needed. So now a pimp is taking all your money. It's this nasty system that um, once again, prohibition has given us. 
You know, we talk about prohibition in this country from a weed standpoint or alcohol. We've had sexual prohibition for a long time. A long time. Why can't two consenting adults go to a brothel and have sex with two consenting adults? I'm imagining immediately a foursome. Oh, okay. That's <laughs> but fun. why can't they? You know, you you look at Australia, beautiful place. Brothels, they're there. Sex is everywhere. You look at Europe, sex is many more places than it is in America. And yet we have a system where we have more we have Britney Spears and, and these young girls naked on TV since they were 15 years old. You have Miley. That's why I love Billie Eilish so much. Now, I don't really listen to her music, but she wears baggy clothes and it's like, I'm 17. Don't look at me because that's right. that's I, unless you're seven, whatever. But it's like, all right, cool. She's 17. She doesn't want you to look at her. Stop. Get the hell out of here, you pervy old man. <laughs> so we have so much. We inundate our culture with sex, but then we also say it's illegal. And then perhaps that storm leads to somebody popping out like this psychopath who killed eight innocent people uh, race, obviously in there as well as a contributor. But I also think that it's an interesting case where sa- I don't recall a mass shooter. That's not necessarily true. Elliot Rogers, for example, the Supreme gentleman, he killed for sexual reasons. So there is just, we don't have a clear conversation about that in this country. And I wonder if if that would be something that could help alleviate some of the anger and the rage that obviously young men are feeling. Yes. And in this case, obviously a young white man. And uh, there is no denying, of course, the rise of, of violence from, from many different groups. And specifically when it comes to white men, the anger in the youth of white men is palpable. And it's sad when we see it come to fruition. And now we've lost eight innocent people who are just trying to make ends meet as massage therapists. There's a big moral, there's a big thing about morality that hangs, especially in the U.S. conscious, you know, with USA residents. What will happen is, um, let me give you an example. If you work at a coal mine and you get lung cancer and you work, you know, you work yourself to the bone at a coal mine and you make money, people are very proud of you. He was a hard worker. But say you were a sex worker and you work yourself to the bone making just as much money but not getting cancer, not dying in a coal mine, people judge you. Yep. You know, you're a sinful. So if, if that's your concept of, of morale, I mean, if that's your concept of how money is earned, then your issues with morality and not with, with what these people are doing. It, it, I, I mean, I'm, I'm going off on a tangent here. But no, also, that's great. these people need to be, especially these women, these men, whoever they are, they need some sort of protection. They are repeatedly victimized because we have forced this industry to stay on the fringe of society. I mean, uh, this week's episode of Last Podcast on the Left, you guys talk about a serial killer in a country where prostitution is legal. Look how different that whole scenario played out because of the fact that these women were protected. These women were tax-paying citizens, and when something Mm -hmm. happened to them, they immediately could go to the authorities and go, this guy's crazy. Right. right. Well, because what are, we're still in the same era of what are they supposed to do? Right. Because prostitution is illegal. You go to the cops and say, yeah, I had a John. It was really dangerous. I think he's a serial killer. They're just going to arrest you. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so there's no trust whatsoever. Well, it's like you says, it taps in that prohibition culture with the, with the, the weed um, community. I mean, the sex work needs to be protected. Yeah, uh, It needs to be legal. You, you make it illegal. You're putting it into this black market. And I absolutely agree with you, Ben. I think that's what has led to this tragedy more than anything. It is interesting. Some of the people on the, the internet have noted that some of the 
first immigration laws against Asian people were against Asian women because they were fearful that they were only coming to the United States um, for sex work or to to be married. So it's racism, it's anti-sex work, and it all needs to go away. Yeah. I, I promise it's not the, the Filipino going, ooh, I want the American man. No, I promise it was the right. American dudes on this side, you know, trying to bring these women in for that reason. Oh, 100%. So, so what we know is, okay, there's eight people dead. It was one, one Mexican fellow, one white lady. And uh, and six Asian women. Um, It was three different massage parlors. The shootings began around 5 p.m. on March 16th at Young's Asian Massage Parlor. Two people died at the scene. Three women were found dead dead at the second parlor. And a fourth was found dead at the Aroma Therapy Spa. You know, that sex jungle that is the Aroma Therapy Spa. And uh, evidently then this man drove or had the officers on a three-hour police chase. So the man, the victims, uh, Delane Ashley Yawn, Paul Andre Michaels, Ji Yawn, and Doyoi Feng, I believe I'm trying my best here, and uh, Mr. Hernandez Ortiz. So there was the oldest being 54 and the youngest being 30. I mean, it's just sad, though, when I saw this. Of course, media does what media does. Right. And they learn nothing from Columbine. CNN, as soon as MSNBC, CNN, MSNBC, Fox, as soon as it happens, they're starting to spin narratives, hoping that those narratives stick. And I feel like the more compelling narrative is the larger conversation we should have in this country about what we want to do when it comes to sex, when it comes to talking about sex. It is so, you know, what? it's so confusing. If you're a young kid and you hear you get the shredded carrot shame for sex. And then again, you go online and you see how prominent it is. The only thing we're getting when it comes to information to for as far as how to have sex is from Pornhub, right. which is probably not the best place to start learning. It's like watching the NBA and then just being like, I think I know how to play now. It's like, no, you got to practice. You got to <laughs> practice before you do that or you're going to get hurt. Yeah, I recommend checking out American Pie, kids. That's a nice, safe sex movie. That You know what? At the very least, you learn a little bit more from American Pie than you do from American schools. Yeah. And that is unbelievably <laughs> sad. There's a big discussion about this in the gay community because, uh, you know, I'm going to get pretty graphic here. But in gay pornography, there's a whole condom wearing versus non-condom wearing. Right. At, you know, industry. And the, the non-condom wearing industry is like, hey, we're allowed to do whatever we want. But the condom wearing industry is like, hey, you're showing everyone, you know, unprotected sex as uh, that it's okay and that you're you're really desensitizing people to it and that's why we have you know super super gonorrhea technically right now. i love super gonorrhea, super gonorrhea. That we, was... you're sick don't go to ted's he's got regular gonorrhea come over to ben's we've got super, super. gonorrhea <laughs> on the flip side of that when they pass laws like they did in california forcing people to wear condoms this right. is why the porn industry went to florida and to maine because women were finding vaginal tears, immense, like immense more vaginal tears because of the condom. And quite honestly, when you're banging for a job, sometimes you don't want to go to work that day, but you do it because it's your job. And, you know, so there was an unintended consequence for that condom legislation as well, which is why we have to be so important when it comes to legislating, because there's always that unintended consequence. Again, as we saw with Sesta Fosta, which again pushed the sex work industry back back down and um 
unfortunately led to a lot more exploitation. Absolutely. And uh, I mean, it is important to to note that the legislators who will be trying to fix this crisis, obviously the crisis has already been politicized. Now it's going uh, to politicians and they're going to try to put their stamp on it. But like you said, with California, um, you know, ironically, most of these legislators are also engaging with sex workers. Exactly. Of and course. that's the big irony. I mean, especially D.C. It's some of the biggest. You got to sign an NDA. I know sex workers who have hooked up with uh, both male and female politicians, but you got to sign an NDA to well, even get in that room. You know a sex worker who hooked up with Lindsey Graham. Well, I can't talk too much about ham it, but bacon, I will say y'all. ham and biscuits, y'all. Ham and biscuits, y'all. Yeah, Lindsey Graham, he has a lot of sex. You know, uh, when you were talking about the... And again, for Lindsey Graham, I would say... More power to you, all the power in the world to you. If he didn't disapprove of gay marriage for the past 45 years. Right. And, and that's a- the only hypocrisy. And I don't give a crap. Absolutely. He Have actively fun. was eating at Chick-fil-A when they were slamming gay people. He went there on he, a Monday. Yeah, he went out of his way. And it's like, oh, my God, bro. That's the problem. Anyway, go on, Fernando. No, it, it, hypocrisy. You were yes. talking about yeah. it. You know, in the gay community, it's a big thing. There's a lot of oh, gays sure. that love Chick-fil-A. And they, they love <laughs> oh, no. it. And they, they are so proud of themselves. And they post it all over the Instagram. I went to Chick-fil-A. I move on. Now, that's a porno I want to see. Is that a Chick-fil-A? Oh, my goodness. (laughs) Spicy. I was on headline news talking about Chick-fil-A. And obviously, you know, I have two gay older brothers, which means I have four gay men in my life at all times. (laughs) Of course, with my brother and his husband, Don, and and my brother and his longtime boyfriend, Tom. Five now, Ben, with me. Five now with you. And oh, my God. Honestly, I I got a lot of gay friends. (laughs) Hashtag pretty cool. Hashtag woke. Um, No, it just so happens to be that way. But. They are, it's funny hearing them argue with like, just get four guys together, four big old gay guys. Cause my older brother's 6'11", my middle brother's 6'4". They eat some chicken. And although, no, Chris does not eat chicken. He's a vegetarian. But it's funny to hear them argue because I believe two out of the four, push comes to shove, they're going to eat that Chick-fil-A. I'm going to eat it my if you bring brother, it to me. My middle brother, Chris, however, will burn down the place before he eats it. So yes, that conversation, I think that's a great conversation. Chick-fil-A apparently has since said that they changed their policies. Why does it matter? I don't want to be like hashtag cancel culture. I don't politicize my chicken. But the one problem with Chick-fil-A was they were funding some really aggressive evangelical Christian groups in places in Africa specifically where they were literally just murdering gay people in the street. As as It was like, like a soccer match in the UK. It was horrible. And so I think the anger towards Chick-fil-A, specifically the owner and where we, where he was choosing to put his money, which is really a vote. Right. You vote with your money. Say that every time we're on here. You vote with your dollar. You vote with your dollar. That definitely was worthy of people being like, fuck you, you fucking <laughs> asshole. You yeah. know? But hopefully, I, I, I think that they've changed. And the thing that always pisses me off about them is they're not open on Sundays. It's because of because of Jesus planning an international trip and want to learn the language of your destination. Then check out the language learning program Rosetta Stone on desktop or as an app. Rosetta Stone is designed to immerse you in the language you're learning. Plus, the true accent feature even gives you feedback on your pronunciation. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50 percent off. That's 50 percent off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50 percent off at rosettastone.com today.
Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. But, you know, Ben, oh. um, if we talk about you, you were talking about the iPad, the them banning, uh, not letting if you want to go into detail about that. Sure. So this right now is what's going on. This is being proposed in Utah. So basically, the bill would enforce, quote, filter requirements on any tablet or phone activated from January 1st uh, of this year. So basically, any manufacturer who did not abide by the law could receive a civil penalty ranging from 10 bucks to $500. What? So the phone companies or the tech companies, they have pushed back and said they don't want this bill. They will not oblige by this bill unless five other states pass it hmm. with the similar legislation, which is kind of horrifying. And it's interesting because for some people, this doesn't go far enough. According to Representative Pulsifer, uh, this is what she says. She says, a child wants to find it, of course, referring to porn, and tries to, they probably would still be able to. It's just one step in the right direction. God forbid children learn about anatomy. And again, I'm not saying that kids should be looking at porn, whatever. Kids, when they look at porn, they're going to look at porn. I'm sorry that all of us did it. I used to steal magazine after magazine after magazine starting at 11 years old. Okay, whatever. <laughs> when you found the stash, you took the stash. Absolutely. Once he popped, he couldn't stop. Of course. <laughs> and of course, I have two gay older brothers, so all of their porn was penthouse forums because it's a readable, and I imagine <laughs> they imagined they were their woman's mouth. Anyway, <laughs> I say this not in the sense where children should just go and free reign. Everyone's crazy like it's the children of God cult or something. But the fact is, in Utah, what's the what education are they getting at all? Like, what is the education? It's that shame-based education we all grew up with, or at least if you grew up in a religious home, you know. It's that shame-based form of, uh, of sex education, which right. is, that's a naughty part. It's gross. And then again, that breeds with uh, just a bunch of self-loathing, a bunch of maybe anger, Perhaps the uh, the China virus when it comes to this shooter, maybe Asians were in his mind, uh, targets as well. And it all comes together. It all comes together and manifests itself in eight people dead with the person saying he would have liked to go on and destroy the porn industry of Florida. Incredible. I mean, first of all, good luck with that, because all the porn is in Florida now, like you said, because it all left California. But, um, you know, I'm just once again, the legislators, they don't make much sense to me. I don't think this representative pulse of her has her finger anywhere near the pulse of they, her of America. No, they don't. And they have no idea what are, what's actually affecting children. I really don't think that this is the most important issue when it comes to our children's lives. I think it's a good component to talk about how to be healthy when it comes to a sex life. But I don't think that this legislation is going to get that done. Again, all this does is push things underground and every kid, half of the battle is finding it. I almost, I remember stealing cigarettes. I didn't even like to smoke. Right. But stealing cigarettes was more fun than smoking. Because it was forbidden. It was great. Mm. You still can't do it, apparently. This is according to Don Hawkins of the National Center on Sexual Exploitation. 
They say Utah has passed a critical common sense solution to help protect vulnerable children from accessing harmful pornographic content on phones and tablets. As soon as you start hearing an argument that makes you feel like, oh, I must be doing something against the kids if I'm against it. You know that mm, argument is bullshit. Right. It's the same thing they did with Sesta Fosta, where it's like, you're against sex workers if you don't like this. It's like, no, this is how you do it. This is the Patriot Act. Every single thing that these bills are called is the opposite of what they do. Right. And so for this person to, to say this, it is just I, just, I just feel like it is completely missing the mark. And as a society, I, I just don't understand why we can't have, again, just a healthier conversation much like they do in Germany. Oh, Germany. If Germany, if Utah could be like Germany, um, Utah, I mean, you, you also did nail it. I mean, Utah is a kind of a special case. I mean, uh, the Mormons are even more shaming uh, than the Catholics in a lot of ways. So um, God bless anyone growing up in Utah. I hope you find your real truth. Um, but it's it's tough there because the Mormons are fully in charge of the government and uh, the laws and your religion. They're everywhere. It is crazy. And when we talk about separation of church and state, that has only gone so far. And many people would argue the separation of church and state is there so that the church does not infringe on religion. However, religion can infringe on politics. They have no problem with having religious leaders run for political office. Yes. (laughs) But the notion that many of these people will say is if you are against that, You're against the separation of church and state. And again, that is why we find ourselves in this conundrum. This is uh, just lastly here on this before we get to uh, we're going to talk about gay marriage. We're going to talk about the Vatican. Uh, Apparently, this liberal pope has his limits. According to Samir Jain, policy director for the Center of Democracy and Technology, uh, they say you've basically got the state mandating the filtering of lawful content. That raises immediate First Amendment flags. Wow. Thank you. Yeah. That is what I would say as well. This bill also comes just weeks after a proposal to expand sex education in Utah. Dot, dot, dot. Failed. Wow. Imagine that. Imagine that. So no sex education and no porn on the phones. And then people are going to stop getting boners and they're going to stop getting aroused in their vaginas. Oh, thank goodness. That's how it will work, right? You have more time to pray. <laughs> you have more time to pray. Ooh. That's so it does remind me of that old Bill. This Hicks. is but this is also I'm sorry to interrupt and go on. But in, in one second, but this also pisses me off where the right is always trying to own the argument of freedom. Right. Own the argument <laughs> of like, we let you say whatever you want and do whatever you want. What was that? A boob? They have more. <laughs> their terms of services are more strict than twitches. Right. And it, it for me, it taps back to the old classic Bill Hicks bit. Uh, regarding porn, when the the Supreme Court said that porn was anything that caused sexual feelings or sexual thought, and uh, we're getting the 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 horse or the cart in front of the horse because there's sexual thought and therefore there is porn. It is not the other way around. Do you think that this has to do with the uh, gay issues, Fernando? Do you think this is a uh, a, a sort of a sideways? approach to dealing with gay issues, which constantly seem to be uh, politicized and always on the chopping block. Thank God that Biden got rid of the ridiculous trans ban from the military. And when it comes to all of, you know, when it comes to athletics and things, we can have that conversation. If someone is transgender, I would love to speak with them. Um, There's a lot of issues, I think, in a lot of different nuance, and we can have those conversations. And I think we have to. But at the end of the day, 
what Trump did specifically with the military was so on its face, bullshit and so bigoted, <laughs> not letting trans people serve in the military. Um, please. Can you thank you? <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that. But I wonder if these laws coming forward now are a, a part of the larger scale anti-transgender and anti-gay, because now we're starting to see things happen. And we'll get to the Vatican here now where even the even cool pope, which I never thought he was a cool pope. He's a pope. He's the head of the largest pedophile ring in human history, no matter what. Now, he has said that he will not bless gay unions, not even weddings, which I guess is a backtrack of him saying that he didn't hate gay people. But also he says that he does. He's not against gay. Okay, so I grew up in a religious home, so I think I can do this. All right. You got to separate the sin from the sinner. Now, the idea that being homosexual is a sin is bullshit, but that's what they're going to do. So they will say, oh, there are some aspects of a gay relationship that can be wholesome, but we just can't let them have what we have, which is a civil union or a marriage, because that, in the eyes of God, is sin. Anyway, how do you feel, Fernando? <laughs> I... Did the Vatican, did you ever have any faith that Pope, what's his name? Pope Francis. Pope Francis. If you would think one Pope would allow gay marriage, you would think it'd be Pope Francis. Mm -hmm. But what do you think about this man? Did you ever have faith that the Vatican was going to somehow, I sound like Bill Maher, that the Vatican, <laughs> did you ever have faith, though, that they were going to actually stand up for something right? Whoa. <sighs> Read the room, Pope Francis. Read the room. You know, like. Yeah. He, he was doing so well for a long time. I felt. I mean, he. I never thought so. Well, okay, that's true. For a pope, like you said, the 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 bar is at uh, pope level with the Catholic Church. But I remember, I mean, well, it was, it was things like, well, gay people are allowed into heaven, things like that, right? Isn't that how it kind of all started? And then he slowly. So he literally said, "Gay people aren't going to burn in forever hell," and then people <laughs> applauded him. Thanks. Thank you. <laughs> Just the other day, I bought sunblock. I'm throwing it away now. I don't oh. need the. I don't need the fire retardant. I don't need it. Uh, it's uh, I feel like these moves are uh, we you know you said it earlier is is what the uh, happening in Utah anti-gay I think it's anti-gay anti-women you know these are sure. all they, yep. they, they it's a very uh, it's a very the Catholic religion is a very male dominated religion you know mm -hmm. women can't be priests right? right 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 you know the there's a lot of there's a lot of anti-woman and um, being gay can be seen as be being womanly right. in a lot of these you know, situations. And, oh. and at that point, uh, to that point as well, when it comes to coitus, theoretically, the point is to procreate, right? Right. So in their mind, they would say, you can't procreate if you're gay, if you're in a gay couple. First of all, you can, because science is real. Mm. Um, as a matter of fact, I think they made a, a baby out of no egg or sperm. Two women can make a, two women because they can use the bone marrow. And the bone marrow woman can be used to inseminate herself. So they don't actually need men. Oh, thank God. I'm thank so God. done having to deal with We're this shit out of here. Good Lord. You mean I don't have to be a father? Yeah. Go, <laughs> go have fun with your with your wife and have a bunch of kids. I don't care. So I think in that regard, Pope Francis's caveat is always or his his go to fallback is always sex should be for procreation only. So that's why we're saying this. But at the end of the day... So women's bodies you, are just for procreation then, Pope Francis? Ooh. Well, of course they would believe this. They're Catholic. <laughs> um, 
But at the end of the day, you know, we live in our country. We're talking here, uh, you know, obviously about America. We're talking about uh, we're, we'll talk about a gay. Perhaps Marvel is going to come out with a, with a gay Captain America. We have our issues in this country, but there has been a lot of advan- a lot of advancement in the mainstreaming of gay culture. Some of that you could argue is appropriation which I actually don't necessarily disagree with. I think there's a lot of the metrosexual phase wasn't what it was. <laughs> a lot of my gay friends were very confused. There was a lot of very tweezed eyebrows that I was not okay with. No, there that. wasn't. And it's also like a lot of my gay friends were like, everyone is now dressed in gay. And I don't know. I right. just, my buddy was like, I spent three hours talking to this guy. And then he talked about his girlfriend. Yeah. And I was like, I'm sorry. He <laughs> lied to you by dressing so nice. I would like to apologize for everyone uh, for my blonde tips in high yes. school and college. You know what? I was a little bit suspect, so thank you for clarifying that, Travis. I said, I there might be an earring hole on my left ear, too. <laughs> now I'm totally sidetracked. Oh, God. <laughs> my God. Now I'm just thinking about you with blonde tips. I was pretty hot. I gotta Lance say. ass. More like Lance Bass. More like Lance ass. Hello. Hello. You know, the most popular search term, according to Google, uh, in Utah. For gay porn is twink. So you would have been really popular, Travis. Oh, Utah. I should get over to Utah ASAPs. I believe that. You can just see the Romney family searching twink, of course. <laughs> but what I was trying to get to was, in our country, we have made advancements. There is still work to do, obviously. Again, the fact that uh, being transgender is such a political ping pong. It's unfortunate and it's sad. And this is just something the politicians have used to divide us. But you talk, you talk about the Catholic Church. We're looking at a lot of... Um, developing nations. We're looking at a lot of Hispanic cultures, a lot of cultures that are extremely biased towards gay people. And so the Catholic church has 1.3 billion people, right? You know what? We're only what? Maybe 150 million in this country, maybe hundred million, 80 million, something like that. We're a small piece of the pie. So when the Vatican says things like this for us, it's like, you're a fucking asshole. But for other people, <laughs> it's law in African yes. countries. There's yes. countries where now because of this, you know, Whole lives have been upended and ruined every time he decides that he doesn't he doesn't like gay people anymore or he doesn't think marriage is real between two men. So we can go on Twitter and you can do all of your hashtags and you can have a bunch of rage. That's one thing. But the victims of this, we're not even going to we don't even see them. The true victim. I mean, we're talking again, as as Fernando said, people getting murdered. And we've talked about this on last podcast on the left with some of our when we were even just talking about Crowley, you know, just the idea of going to prison for being gay. That was in 1900 in, in London. Right. Right. Oscar Wilde. Also I mean, it's ridiculous. Anyway, there is also a new character. And apparently some people are mad and some people aren't. I'm going to go with the most people don't give a shit argument. But we we'll go. see the new character. Uh, Aaron Fisher represents the first LGBTQ character. It is a Marvel character. This is the first look. What do you think, Fernando? First look, Marvel character. He's a twink. Okay. Whoa, he better okay. get to Utah. He's sad. <laughs> you know, he's wearing, he's wearing the American flag. He's a twink. He'd fit right in. He'd be huge in Utah. Oh, he would. Well, Fisher is described as, quote, the Captain America of the railways. Oh. <laughs> so, uh, like a, a gay homeless youth helping. You know, yeah, I, I, he's I, a hobo. This just reminds me of Carl Panzer. They, I love <laughs> that they made him of the railways. Captain America of the railways. Go, they go on to say, a fearless teen who stepped up to protect fellow runaways and the unhoused. Marvel Comics is proud to honor Pride Month with the rise of this new LGBTQ plus hero. Do you do the plus? 
I, I acknowledge everyone who wants to be acknowledged. So I will, you know, I'll obviously I use go. the plus if they choose. So this isn't the first gay character. There's a lot of very, very okay. gay characters in Marvel. But I think this is the first gay Captain America. And Captain America, you know, he has, uh, I'm a big Marvel Comics fan. And I was talking before the show about how Captain yeah. America, he's, they always use him to kind of set the stage for being woke. Uh, the first Captain America was black. You know, the, the now they're doing a gay Captain America. I mean, like four years ago, they did have him become a neo-Nazi. Oh. They did have Nazi Captain America. Do you I remember that? It was like weird a spin? multiverse thing, right? Yeah. It was like the year 2015 where everyone dabbled in fascism and then I, then something happened because of that and then we had to live with that. Oh, no. Well, so, <laughs> I, I lost my point, but I, I think it's, I think, uh, uh, um, I think they do this, it's, it's a gimmick that they do with Captain America a lot. And I just hope it it goes well. You know, they did they 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 tend to do this. They tend to be Marvel Comics tends to bring in a, a woke character occasionally, like a the the new Miss Marvel, uh, sure. Kamala Khan. You know, she's an Indian. A lot of people hated that just because she was an Indian character. But you know, I don't think it matters personally. Right. I don't think it matters that it's a gay character. I, I thank you, please, thank you for representing me. Thank you for having gay characters. But I also don't want it to be his only identity. I don't want. I don't want him. That oh, I hear. He's right. gay Captain America. He's gay Captain. No, I. He's a. He's super cool. He's super. He's well written. The artists that draw him are amazing. You know, he's based yes. on. That's what I want to hear. Thank you for making him gay. Now finish telling the story. for Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think that is the best way to handle it. Like when it comes to uh, when they when there is a transgender superhero, whatever it might be, obviously that is a component of who they are. But you got to give them the full 360 approach. And that is one of the areas, you know, when it comes to race, for example. Yeah, this I is true without a doubt. You know, white people can travel around the world and it's a different world. Then if somebody, specifically a black person in, in this case, travels around the world, they're going to have a different experience. And with that being said, as we saw with Justin Trudeau, when he's in India and he wears all of his Indian garb and stuff like that, there is there is a certain privilege, to use that term, uh, that goes with um, having a having a uh, an identity that is much more. Um, it's just much larger numbers of people who identify with that identity. So it just makes your life a little bit easier. But with this, yes, I agree. I don't want just want him to be like, he's gay. And he's like, how did he beat Darth Tooth on? I don't know who that is, but he's Darth Vader with a big tooth. Oh, did and, gay stuff. And he won. Yeah, he did gay stuff. He sucked his dick. And then he won. And then the guy got all out of cum. And then the guy passed out. And then we were able to kill him. Thank you, gay superhero, for sucking all the cum out of that big, bad man. Wow. What a skill. What a skill. Marvel. What do you come up with next? I what can't wait you? for them to make the movie on this one. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, well, it'll be banned in Utah. The Everything. As will everything. The character was drawn and created uh, by Jan Bol Bol Bazaluda. Bazaluda. And uh, this is what they had to say. They say, I really enjoy designing him. And as a transgender person, I am happy to be able to present an openly gay person who admires Captain America and fights against evil to help those who are almost invisible to society. While I was drawing him, I thought, well, Cap fights against super powerful beings and saves the world almost always. But Aaron helps those who walk alone in the streets with problems that they face every day. I hope people like the end result. So we shall see. Absolutely. I do think he could fight. I, I mean, they just kind of made him a civil servant as opposed to a superhero. But that's okay. Eh, we all got to start somewhere. We all got to start somewhere. He's starting like Jim Jones, you know, just kind of helping people out <laughs> Along locally. Along the railways. Captain America. The first gay Captain America starts a cult. 
Oh, now okay. we have a storyline. Yeah, Marvel, you listening? This is gold, baby. Disney Plus and Hulu are better together in the Disney Bundle with new movies and series. On Disney Plus, experience the full Taylor Swift The Eras Tour, Taylor's version, with new main show performances and acoustic collection. On Hulu, follow the fantastical evolution of Bella Baxter, played by Emma Stone in the award-winning film Poor Things. All of these and more streaming this month. Get the Disney Bundle with Disney Plus and Hulu. Terms apply. See DisneyBundle.com for details. Planning an international trip and want to learn the language of your destination? Then check out the language learning program Rosetta Stone on desktop or as an app. Rosetta Stone is designed to immerse you in the language you're learning. Plus, the True Accent feature even gives you feedback on your pronunciation. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com today it is interesting to see how angry um the the nerd culture as i like to refer to it that's what they which are they get mad that i even refer to it but um you know star wars had a black uh a stormtrooper a few years ago and everyone lost their mind and now it's like it does come to a point eventually i hope it's like hey everyone calm down it's a fun story we're trying to represent more people here um, so then, hopefully that's what so happens. So you have the flip side. This is what's so aggravating. I, maybe it's just because I'm the youngest of three and my family life was tumultuous with foster care and everything. Just you got the people who are like against it. And then you got the people who are just patting themselves on the back in Tulsa right now being like, I'm for it. It's like, congratulations. I also don't think you deserve an award <laughs> for being like cool with a gay comic here. It's like, all right, I don't care. But I also understand representation matters, but I also understand people who will now make this their identity, both in the angry and happy category, drives everyone insane. Yeah. <laughs> Does that make sense? It makes 100 percent sense. Because is- you shouldn't get an applause break for liking something right. Which is why I say, please just write good stories now. Now right. just, just yeah, write just good ri- stories. Just write good stories, you know, or for any character, a character of color, a, a, an Asian character. If you have them on your, you know, if you're a writer, write good stories. Write stories about people. Don't write stories about uh, a, a person's identity. Does that make yeah, sense? Absolutely. 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 Because, you know, everyone is exceptionally diverse and the gay community is no different. Uh, and there is a lot of political conversation and discussion in the gay community that is never discussed in mainstream media. You know, a lot of people say a lot of people's gay friends is Don Lemon and Anderson Cooper. And right. They're not even they're not real people. They are rich. They are. He is a he is a son of the freaking what? What is it? Uh, the ketchup? The Heinz? No, it? no, he's uh, the, the Vanderbilt the family. Vanderbilts. It doesn't yeah, even yeah, like yeah. that's not like, OK, they're going to preside present one side of the story. But that is not indicative of the conversation as a whole. Absolutely. Um, All right. Well, so we started talking about sex in this country. We ended up with gay Captain America, and I could not be happier just to put a button on this before we talk a little bit about the filibuster. And then I promise we're going to let you go. This man that did what he did in Georgia, uh, he's obviously looking at some serious, serious time. And it is unbelievably sad. Robert Aaron Long. Such a. This he reminds me a little bit of a um, the man who shot uh, Gabby Giffords. Oh right! Oh, Loeffler, uh, right? Loeffler, Laughlin, something like that in Arizona, right? Just the yeah, just the anger 
And you can just see it in the mugshot. Again, he looks like a militia member. And I'm sure there's going to be a lot of conversation about race. And certainly that is deserved as many, many Asian families are now, you know, missing loved ones. And I get it. But it's a strange motivation. The one that he is at least saying is the motivation. Right. Which is that he didn't want to be tempted by massage therapists. And he hated porn. So he was going to go kill people. I wonder if that legislation in Utah would have saved lives. Probably oh. not. Doubtful. No. And <laughs> I guarantee you that guy in 20 years is writing that legislation. Oh, my God. But I mean, he'll be in prison. But, right. <laughs> you know, he may be writing something on a wall in crayon. But it's just unbelievably sad. So obviously our heart breaks for that. And uh, as always on this show, we're just trying to find some of the reasons why, even when it comes to immigration. Uh, the wh- Why? Why is it happening? Right. And uh, we're going to continue to talk about that. We'll talk about that more next episode as we continue to hear more information. Apparently, the border crisis, it is not going well. They're they're in there for longer than 72 hours for sure. Ben. Oh, my goodness. I think so. I think they're in there. <laughs> it's a good. They're going to have a full life cycle. Oh, Lord. It's unbelievable. All right. So let me try to explain what's going on with the filibuster right now. In order to get something Passed. You need to have 60 votes, okay? Unless they use unless they use the nuclear option, in which case you can have 51 votes in the Senate, and then you can get your Supreme Court justices confirmed. You'll be able to get uh, many people in your cabinet confirmed. Most of the time, the 51 to 49 majority has done exactly what the majority wants it to do, which is get their person through. The Dems have now pushed for an idea that would basically flip the filibuster on its head. And say, in order to stop legislation from going forward, you need to get 60 votes to say, no, I don't want that legislation to go forward, as opposed to the inverse of saying, yes, I want that legislation to go forward, and here are the 60 votes to prove it. So basically, it's like looking at a photograph and seeing the negative. So the negative of this photograph is the opposite, which is to stop legislation from going forward, you would need to have 60 votes in the Senate as opposed to push legislation forward to have 60 votes in the Senate. I, again, as we talked about, does that make sense? It's very confusing, but there's a very good way to explain it. Okay, because that is what's happening to my understanding. And as we talked about last week, the pendulum always swings back. I personally believe messing with the filibuster, Joe Biden said he's fine with it. I personally believe it's a bad idea. I don't think they should be messing with any of the systems right now. I understand there's a lot of uh, obstruction coming from the Republicans, but the but the Dems have the House, they have the Senate right now, and if they do pass this legislation, do you think the Dems are ever going to have 60 votes to say no to a Republican piece of legislation? Oof. Never. The Dems are lucky if they can squeak out a victory because of the nuclear option. Nuclear option, of course, again, going 51 to 49. So I just can see this going horribly in the future. As we basically change the rules completely of the filibuster, because the Republicans, as they have done when they changed the filibuster rule for the first time with Harry Reid, the Republicans just use it. They take it and they ram through what they want to ram through. So I feel like it's a very dangerous, slippery slope, and I don't think that they should do it. Mitch McConnell has promised scorched earth, and he said ominous things such as. This would make what happened under Barack Obama seem like child's play with what they'll do to uh, Joe Biden. Woof. So that is it's happening. It could happen. I personally just 
don't think it's a good idea. Because again, as we've said, when you're in power, everything is rosy. But as soon as you're out, this is going to be used as a sledgehammer against them. Right. And of course, the Senate, the idea of the Senate, the House is kind of where uh, democracy happens. That's where you have your 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 representatives who come from districts that are drawn based on uh, populations of people. Senate is more where things go to either die forever or they need to have that bipartisan support. That is why the filibuster rules, the the whole 60 votes to proceed. You know, it's all it's a lot of very procedural stuff, which yes. is interesting to watch Schumer and McConnell debate. It's like, all right, guys, everyone just go get lunch, take your pills. Please. Um, but um, it, it's more of a procedural thing. And the idea is that to have 60 votes, you know, even you see right now a lot of Joe Biden's nominees for positions are passing by overwhelmingly bipartisan votes because that is how the Senate is supposed to work. Do you have someone who is qualified for the job? Um, and if the answer is yes, then over 60 people usually Agreed. vote to confirm that person. And this is what Mitch had to say. He says, if this, if this uh, proposed reform goes through, he says, uh, you can imagine all kinds of conservative policies that uh, will simply be pushed through with, quote, zero input from the future Democratic minority. That is a concern. And remember, again, yeah. so just remember, always imagine you're in the minority and then just work accordingly and just be like, oh, thank you. We actually have a little bit of power. We can pass stuff. But don't mess with this because the Republicans are going to use it and run roughshod. And then it does beg the argument. These huge corporate overlords, they would be happy as shit. Oh, oh, this well. whole thing is just a corporate. It's another way for the oligarchs to control our government even further. And I just, the road to hell, I'm not even sure what the good intentions are here. As far as I'm concerned, Democrats, push through legislation that can pass, and please, God, get some things accomplished. It has been a big political winner, the $1.9 trillion stimulus bill. The polling data shows it is a big political winner. Just yeah. keep on helping people and just trust that that process is going to work. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and I, I think... You know, certainly Biden understands that. That that is interesting. Was that that was McConnell warning everyone? That about was McConnell when you're saying in the minority. Exactly. It's almost like Mitch is doing them a solid with that one. Um, I gotta say, that's the second time this year I've liked Mitch McConnell. Oof. The other one was on the evening of January sixth when he actually was like, "Well, that wasn't good." <laughs> <laughs> then quickly forgot about that sentiment. Yes, he did. But anyway, so it's just a brief story, but it's an important story. If you would, if you want to have barroom conversation, I would say I'm against it because as soon as the Republicans are in power, they're going to use it like a sledgehammer. And uh, the Democrats, again, we'll see. Right. I just 2022 is right around the corner. There's a lot of really contested close house seats the Dems picked up. Yes. And who knows what the hell is going to happen? Uh, that could be why this is such an important issue right now. You know, I mean, Joe Biden is essentially. Going out there saying, and I quote, it's getting to the point where, you know, democracy is having a hard time functioning. What he means exactly. by that is they have the House. They barely have the Senate. They have the White House. They want to get stuff through and they want to get it through, like you said, probably before the 22 elections, um, because there could always be uh, a very big change, a very yes. big change coming. You know, this I mean, is what and this is what Joe Biden had to say. Um, he says, uh, where am I? <laughs> I'm just joking. That's classic. He says, I don't think that you have to eliminate the filibuster. You have to do it. What it's what it used to be when I first got to the Senate back in the old days. You had to stand up and command the floor and you had to keep talking. 
Um, I actually have no problem with that either because that's what I watched. When I watched Mr. Smith Goes to Washington, that's all I ever wanted to do as a kid was stand in Congress and blab and blab and blab. Yes, until you pass out for a noble cause. Yep. He goes on to say, it's getting to the point where you know democracy is having a hard time functioning. Currently, senators needed only to register their objections to legislation to force supporters to produce 60 votes to break a filibuster. But this would change that. So I, uh, yeah, it's interesting. I guess if you're, if you are Joe Biden, qui bono, look who benefits right now, Biden would benefit. But we have to think about the future of this country. And um, as we saw, the Republicans they are in the weeds when it comes to when it comes to policy, when it comes to the little technical stuff. They like love it. And uh, man, they're good at it. That's why CPAC was talking mostly about filibuster or mostly about redistricting and uh, gerrymandering because they just love all that legal BS. And no matter what, the court system in this country is going to be more conservative without a doubt. Um, all right. Well, is there anything else? Grievances. Grievances. We can do that. Well, Fernando, Travis. Well, I got to say, you know, uh, I'm an Ohio boy, Ben. And, I know uh, you are. For anyone in Ohio, uh, keeping track of the historic nuclear bailout bribery scandal that broke last year in July. We, it took a, a crazy turn this week. Um, there's lots of obvious. I don't want to under explain it, but uh, we have a, a big historic bribery scandal. Our Speaker of the House got indicted. Ooh. A former Ohio GOP chairman got indicted. They have both pled not guilty. And then we have three lobbyists. Uh, who were also charged, two pled guilty, and this week, one of the lobbyists who pled not guilty killed himself in Florida. What? So things are really, um, things have taken a shocking turn in Ohio. I will keep everyone updated. Um, What's but the, what was the scandal over? The scandal is energy companies, including First Energy, pumped $60 million into state house races to get a um, very controversial nuclear bailout bill passed oh. that they got $1.3 billion from Ohio ratepayers. Oh so it's a huge God. scandal, huge implications. But the fact that a man has now opted to not Kill even go himself. to, yeah. To, and this is a longtime super lobbyist. I mean, he has a very long resume of lobbying um, in Ohio for powerful interests since the 80s and he is 67 years old and there was just no way out for him um reportedly according to my sources he went to the feds um unofficially gave him a bunch of info they said you got to make this official he was like i want immunity they can't give it to him because he's guilty obviously and it sent him into a, a tailspin so uh, neil Ooh. clark was the man's name um thoughts go out to his, his family and his friends but obviously he was also indicted for something very serious so I will continue to monitor and keep everyone in the loop. And if anyone's in Ohio, um, look into this. This is big stuff. You know, we were talking about state legislators mm-hmm. and state legislatures uh, going forward. That's where a lot of this power is. So keep an eye on your home state. And speaking of energy, obviously, Texas got hit. I mean, we know what happened in Texas. Brutal. ERCOT, their energy company, uh, apparently made a $16 billion uh, error when it comes to billing. So that's a, uh, the Texas that's Senate has passed a bill this past Monday to force ERCOT to replace the billions of dollars uh, to reprise, rather, the billions of dollars the grid operator overcharged during the outages. So hopefully people can get their money back. And as far as I'm concerned, what they did was criminal. It is. Well, and how that- many lives were lost because of this stupid, gr- not <sighs> stupid, very smart because of this greedy energy company? How many lives were lost? And you think about the Enron scandal that rocked California back in 2002 that got Gray Davis out of office and Arnold Schwarzenegger into office. Energy companies always have a way of working 
behind the scenes. And, you know, even if it's just like five cent increases on, on house, you know, per house per hour, they make billions of dollars on Absolutely. this. And they, they are very capable, especially Texas, California, Ohio. You're seeing it all over the country. Energy companies can buy and sell politicians like toilet paper. And they are the Department of Energy uh, and a federal level is maybe the most Ooh. powerful department that there is because well, they have all of our nukes. And they watch over our nukes. Thank God we had a guy from Texas watching over that and Rick Perry. <laughs> he was great on Dancing with the Stars. Ugh. So, so you know, kind of going off what you were talking about a little bit, does this mean that Matthew McConaughey is going to become governor? Of, Ooh, of, can he be? Was he going to run as a Democrat or Republican? I heard that Meghan Markle was going to run as a Democrat. In Texas? Texas? I don't know. For president. <laughs> I don't think it's going to work out. Is he going to run? That's a, that was a big rumor from Texas, yeah. right? And right now when you said that, you know, Texas, energy, your governor, uh, you know. Matthew McConaughey could enter. He could he could give energy to the whole state if he just plugged it into his little workout machine. Oh, yeah. Or he likes to his run. fun Lincoln. All right, all right, all right, all hey. right. He is a cool guy. <laughs> oh, man. He really is a cool guy. It's, uh, yeah, McConaughey and... Kinky Friedman? Kinky, I love the kink. He got 15% in Texas. I know, I love Kinky Friedman. Noah Ryan Reynolds. Oh. The only time I understand, be like, who would ever want to see a man's butthole? I'd be like, no, McConaughey and Ryan Reynolds. (laughs) (laughs) If I have to see one. There you go. Might as well make it a good one. Yeah, hopefully they get casted as the new gay Captain America. Would you be upset about that? I'd like that. Uh, he, wait, Matthew McConaughey or Ryan? Ryan Would Reynolds? you want somebody gay though to be the real first gay Captain America? Oh, for sure. I hate it when they when they don't. So cat- maybe try to find uh, Harvey Firestein. Trans characters should be played by trans actors. Gay characters should be played by gay actors. Yada yada yada. You know, I'm obviously you know freedom of expression. But let's. There's no reason why uh, Charlize Theron should be playing Asian <laughs> Asian transgender. Right. No, I didn't see that one. I didn't see that one. She well, was really good in it. Either yeah, way, it. diversity in casting is important. That is very true. Um, all right, everyone. Well, thank you so much for listening. We hope you're doing well out there. And um, I don't know. Yeah, that's about it. Okay, everyone. Hail yourselves. We'll talk to you soon. This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors. You can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com. <laughs>